Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Here we go. What is happening, my friend? Not a whole lot. Just not a whole lot. Just trying to trying to live life the best you can, you know. I hear it, man. Well, no. I'm I'm talking with Matt Walmsley today. Uh, he has been a friend and a local coach uh, in the Columbia area where I am, and uh, he's even coached my wife back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so so there's a little history there. It's a little history there. Welcome to the show, man. Um, Appreciate it. So give give me an update. What are you what are you doing? I know you're not in Colombia at the moment or I am not. No, ever. I'm not out, sure. In a, I'm out in Texas right now. I'm okay. over at a good old Fort Bliss. Gotta play army for a year. Oh uh, boy. So being in the reserves got called up to mm. do a little bit of mission. Um so okay. I'm out here doing some doing some work, but still, you know, doing still coaching, still training mostly kind of moving online which is a whole new challenge from being in person but it's a it's a good time and just trying to trying to get through this year i think we all are man so uh, give me give me a little background because i'm not sure i mean i've i've known you kind of through people and i've known you from around the area but a little background on um where did you start and how did you get into coaching yeah um so got i mean started Oh, this is going back 10 years. Yeah, let's do years. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, introduced to CrossFit back in 2010, back in college. Nice. Um, and been doing a version of CrossFit ever since. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll call it CrossFit with a little F. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cross fun. Yeah, exactly. That's what I call no, it. Not always fun. <laughs> no, but got interested, uh, started coaching a little bit in college, mm-hmm. uh, just small little, I mean, we were in a closet that was probably 12 feet by 12 feet. So <laughs> kind of your, your classic little, right. wherever you can do it, you can do it. Gotcha. Um, started coaching a little bit as I got coached, as new people came in, you know, just taking them aside, like, hey man, like, this is how you this is how you do stuff. This is a, this is a wall ball. This is what a good squat looks like. And good deadlift <laughs> looks like, um, and got a degree in exercise science. Yeah. So got my bachelor's in that and kind of figured I wanted to go into some sort of training, mm-hmm. um, but did ROTC in college. So went and had to play army for four years at <laughs> least. And not to, uh, it always sounds bad when I say play army, but I guess to me, it's always, it's not a, that was never a career or anything. It was always just a kind of a stepping stone. Um, very thankful, learned so much just about kind of life and, um, leadership and just how to just kind of bring out the best in both people and myself. So not trying to minimize it at all. That's awesome. um, continued doing CrossFit the entire time I was in the army, moved to Fort Riley, uh, in Kansas and got into a gym there. Junction city CrossFit shouts out. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. 
great people, Christina and Vincent Spencer. Um, and Vince worked on Fort Riley as a, like a, a coach mm-hmm. and kind of inspired me a lot. And then when I got to Columbia from there, um, kept doing CrossFit, but as I was getting out of the military transition into, um, coaching because that has always been, I don't, it's always been like a side project. Yeah. Um, while I was in and I mean, we have to do PT five days a week. So mm-hmm. it was a great little opportunity to kind of you know, flex those muscles, build those muscles, um, in the setting that I could. Gotcha. And yeah, went and just started coaching, realized I loved CrossFit coaching, group classes, decided, you know, that was not going to be a kind of part-time gig. It was going to be full-time. Mm-hmm. And so just dived on in. Um, yeah. And the rest is history. The rest is history, as <laughs> yeah. they say. Yeah. So, so you're trying to do some online programming. I mean, is, what's your experience been so far? Oh, online, man. It's a, uh, I learned, I've, or I have learned that I like, I like the in-person aspect mm-hmm. so much better. Um, you just get such a better relationship with people. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what we're in it for. I think it's just building those relationships with people, changing people. Um, oh yeah. And I mean, online, great, great, we, uh, great way to reach people that, you know, aren't in your local area or like mm. I am right now I leave and it's a great way to just kind of continue that gotcha. uh, relationship. But oh, man, it's a, it's a struggle. You got to be, you got to be very disciplined because I mean, mm. you don't see them every day. So if you don't have those good habits mm-hmm. in place or anything, then you're, you are screwed. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be kind of uh, digital by default almost oh, to yeah. stay on top of talking with everybody. And, mm-hmm. and especially if you have someone who's doesn't want to do it either. <laughs> they don't. Oh yeah. So together you're like, yeah, we'll just talk next week. Yeah. If you're not there to, if you have yeah. one of those people that like, the act of you being there and them having that appointment with you mm-hmm. is what holds them accountable. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta get creative with it. You gotta, I mean, you just, it's communication. You gotta yeah. constantly just message them and be like, Hey man, like, or just, Hey, what's going on? How you mm-hmm. doing? How you feeling? <laughs> you feeling strong? Any issues? And I mean, sometimes that's good. Sometimes, you know, people just want to, Excel sheet with tell me the reps mm-hmm. and sets. Mm-hmm. So, that's not a bad. So how is your, how is, I mean, you said you've been doing this since 2010. Um, obviously you haven't been coaching since 2010, but in a way you probably, if you're a coach now, you've always kind of had that mindset, I'm sure. Oh yeah. How, how have you, have you changed your approach to coaching since, uh, you know, that first little room to uh, where you are now? Oh man, that's a, that's a big question. It is a big question. Um, just change in mindset. Uh, so, I mean, it was always for the first six, seven years, it was all CrossFit. So mm-hmm. just indoctrinated with their methodology, mm-hmm. um, their, their way of doing things, their principles. And so just everything's group class. Okay. Let's, let's burn them down. Let's put the mm-hmm. pedal to the metal. But then, <laughs> yeah, you know, as you, as you start watching people, as you start, I mean, just get more reps under your belt. You just look at like most of these people 
don't care. Yeah. They don't want to, they don't want to burn it down every day. Yep. Um, or they can't. Yeah. And nor <laughs> should you, Yeah. nor should you be burning it down every day. Um, and I think 2017, 2018, um, started following, um, guy up in Charlotte, uh, Stu Brower. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's been a kind of a big kind of influential, uh, person. Um, yeah, yeah. I love on, the, on my kind of methodology. Mm-hmm. And so I've really adopted that whole, like be in the gym three, four times a week, but I don't want to, I don't want the gym to be your life. Mm. And I try to, I've tried to relay that as best as possible to mm. both who I'm coaching and, or all the people I'm training, because like, if I'm, if I'm seeing you five, six days a week, like there's a, there's a problem. Like <laughs> you gotta, like you got right. work, you probably got kids, you've got a family, mm-hmm. you've got I don't know, pets, maybe friends, like go, go hang out with them, go get out of this gym, see mm-hmm. some sunshine. <laughs> um, like this should this should be a peripheral right. part of your life it should be mm. something you come do stay healthy but it's, it shouldn't be all-encompassing right um, and i mean that that changes especially coaching athletes uh versus kind of a gen pop client mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so stayed a little bit more on the gen pop side haven't dug too deeply into um athletics coached a couple athletes for a little bit mm-hmm. and i mean it was fun they they love to just throw the hammer down mm-hmm. um which is always fun as a as a trainer coach and you're just like hell yeah like, yeah and you... freaking go <laughs> and you can see um, the response time yeah 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 um, but i mean it's it's the gen pop that benefits the most and you get the most interaction with and the mo- mm. best relationships with and right so it's just like hey like you don't need to do this shit like yeah it should be it should be 100 percent about having fun that is a very different mindset from the typical crossfit uh what do you want to call it i mean a lot of people call it a cult i mean i don't want this to be like a anti-crossfit because i love it i mean I no, still, oh yeah i still do love it crossfit um, but it is definitely different. I mean, it is so that's something you actively sort of like tell your clients about like, Hey man, this is, this is, this is your medicine. This keeps you healthy. Not so much like let's hang out always in the gym together. Oh yeah. Like, I'll, <laughs> yeah. like let's get out of the gym. Like right. that is that, I think that should be one of the biggest pushes. And mm. I say this almost, um, hypocritically because yeah i'm in the gym five six days a week <laughs> what i'm a i'm either training somebody training people or i'm training myself to be a competitive athlete yeah. um and so as a competitive athlete okay four five six days a week that's kind of the the price you gotta pay you gotta you right. gotta pay your dues there right. um but if you're not competing if you're not interested in competing or if all you want to do is like a little local crossfit throwdown which are great then yeah like three four days a week get get out of the gym and that's what i tell kind of like all my new clients that i when i take them on like hey i'm only gonna 
you're only going to see a workout three or four days a week. Mm. Like everything else is get outside, go rollerblading, go right. skateboarding, go, go for a run outside, mm -hmm. get off the treadmill, go hiking, go surfing, go do something. Just take a 60 minute walk with your dog um, or cat. If you have a cat that can walk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Like what's the difference for you? I mean, you as a coach is, is mm -hmm. what I'm interested in finding out. Not, not like the, you know, the overall, Con conceptual aspect but how do you how do you program differently let's get nerdy how do you program differently for uh you know your normal uh human being athletes versus your uh competitive athletes what's how's the approach different of, other than what you just said the three days a week i mean kind of sticking with that crossfit mentality it's really not mm -hmm. it's i mean it differs in um like scope and scale and intensity okay. but outside of that it's i mean you're doing it's so different client individual to or person to person. Mm -hmm. Um, and I work with a lot of people that have previous injuries. We'll say, uh, some mm -hmm. limitations, not limitations, but just, yeah, injuries. And so just really dialing in how to help kind of correct, um, kind of those imbalances that they might see. Um, and just get them so they can be out. They can enjoy being 50, 60, 70 with their kids and grandkids. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, competitive athletes, you're, we're, we're dialing it in a lot yeah. better. Um, yeah. and so, I mean, reps and sets, I'll use a lot more percentage-based intensities, versus gen pop is a little bit kind of more rpe reps in reserve like hey i just want you to go through this give me what feels like you got maybe three reps in reserve um hmm. nice little seven eight uh rpe and then we'll stick there versus i mean competitive athletes both myself and for a couple that i program primarily weightlifting it's like hey you're hitting a hundred kilos. I don't care how it feels. Um, that hmm. those are the numbers that we got to hit. So, right. Right. Cause you're, yeah, you're training for something. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. You see a lot of, I mean, you see a lot of regular CrossFit programming. That's just all percentage based, right? I mean, yes. You think that's just lazy programming or is that just like how it is? <laughs> um, I think it's lazy programming. I think it's, coaches not knowing better um mm -hmm. and so i mean it's ignorance on the coaches but it's also laziness too yeah and i could uh let's i hate <laughs> i don't want to bash crossfit right and coaches because i love yeah. them i think they're doing a great job i think they could do it a hell of a lot better yeah um well that's interesting i have one of your um instagrams pulled up it was uh Actually, it's the one that made me like, I don't think this is the one that I reached out to you for. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, my like mini the, rant. Next, the next day, it's, it's like you holding a holding a piece of paper and he says, coaches, master your whiteboard. Yes. <laughs> Workout um, of the day, how to tackle strategy, intent of the day, time domain, error, error in intensity. Like that made me like 
man, I don't know how many times, I hope none of my uh, members listen to me, but I don't know how many times I walk in and I'm just like, all right, I wrote this workout like a month ago, you know, because yes. I program out the whole month and I'm like, cool. And I just kind of stroll in and I'm like, yeah, 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 this is what it is. But that's the extent of my preparation. <laughs> Oh yeah. And I mean, that was, I mean, that was me for the longest time too. Right. It's all right. I kind of have an idea of what's going on today. Walk in, see the workout on the whiteboard and be like, huh, all right. So I guess though, yeah. I mean, it's, five, it's five minutes before class and you're just like, all right, yeah. how can I have them warm up? All right. Yep. They're and literally they're, watching you figure it out. <laughs> yep. As they're, as they're doing the first warm up, I'm thinking about the second warm up. Yeah. And Oh, that was, I mean, just looking back and thinking about that, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, like you could have just made such a difference and such a better change and had such a better influence on coaches. And with that, the intent was the whiteboard process, because whether, whether you actually do a whiteboard or not in a gym, um, it's that it's the first five minutes of class. It's telling them what's going on for the day it's getting them prepped it's telling them how they should work out and this goes back to percentages like you have sally from accounting and she's been sitting all day she doesn't need to be doing back squats at 90 percent because Mm. you're finishing up a strength cycle (laughs) yep like just just build heavy and then when your technique starts to break down all right we're kind of capping it there. Gotcha. Um, and then, or, hey, we're doing Fran today. I think everybody at this point kind of Oof. knows what Fran is. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't, there's plenty of other podcasts for you yeah. to dig into. <laughs> um, actually, I, I like Helen. I like Helen a little bit better. Okay. Uh, we'll use Helen. Uh, Helen is, is uh, that's the kettlebell run in the pull-ups, right? Yep. Yeah, 400 yeah. meter, three rounds, 400 meter yeah. run, 21 kettlebell swings, 12 pull-ups, I think. Yep, yep. Um, so that's a little bit, a little bit longer time domain, but I mean, how many people you give them Helen and they're either, they're doing it from, I mean, you'll have your, you'll have your athletes doing it seven to 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but then you have Sally from accounting over there trying to do it RX doing banded pull-ups and she's 17 minutes into this workout. Yeah. And I'm like, you're missing the, missing the stimulus, missing the intent she's mm-hmm. probably all by herself um and i know for me if you come start cheering me on and i'm the only person i'm just like get the get the hell away from me i'm glad you mentioned that because uh yeah a lot of people don't like that yeah it's <laughs> it's like it's, I've i know people, it, i've had people like make them go away <laughs> like, like, i know oh. it's like community building and yeah everyone's cheering for you but it's it's embarrassing yeah you're the only one out there you're all by yourself i mean sure if and then oh the people that start doing those last couple reps with you yeah trying to cheer you on that (laughs) that gets even worse yeah i mean like yeah give me like a hey keep going but then just turn around go rest go cool down yourself yep and so just (laughs) leave me be yeah and so it's such a just say, hey, I mean, if you manage that at the beginning of the workout, manage the expectations, give them their give the people their parameters and then stick to it. A lot of coaches, I feel, are so scared of upsetting a member 
mm-hmm. or potentially like losing a member at the gym that mm-hmm. they don't want to kind of stick to their guns. They don't want to enforce anything. And I'm like, no, like you are the coach. You are the leader of that gym mm-hmm. at the moment. You are, you are responsible for that client and 17 minutes into a maybe 10 minute workout. Hey, you're increasing the chances they get injured. You're making them feel like they aren't good enough. Um, mm-hmm. They're failing. You're not giving them a good workout, which is what they pay you for. And so it's mm. like, no, stick to your guns. Tell them, hey, this is a workout that should be done no more than, we'll give it even 12 minutes. So say you should be doing Helen in 12 minutes. Anything over that, or if you think you can't do that, I mean, if you go 12 and a half, 13 right, minutes, right. you miscalculate a little bit, that's fine. Yeah. But it shouldn't be, oh, I'm doing 53-pound kettlebell swings, and I know it's going to take me 20 minutes. It's, right. hey, these kettlebell swings should be unbroken. If you can't do that, drop the weight. Right. And these pull-ups, should, you should be able to do 12 pull-ups unbroken. Um, if you can't, these are the scaling options. Mm-hmm. We want to do something that is unbroken. And then the run, I mean, people vary their run time right. and their right. endurance. Um, and so it's just, if you can manage those expectations, set those guidelines at the beginning of the workout, you will both like meet the stimulus of the workout and you'll be able to give them a workout where they felt they're finishing within that group of people. That is the sense of community. It's mm-hmm. not everyone cheering for them. Um, right. And so it's just coaches not understanding the influence that they have on both members and the gym as a whole. Yeah. And you because can't do that if you rolled in last minute. Exactly. And <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. If you're coming up with shit off the top of your head. Yeah. And, um, and so that's a big thing that looking back, I know I definitely missed because I mean, I'll look back and I'll even oh, talk yeah. with a couple coaches at the gym every now and then. And we'll just be like, Oh, I definitely uh, just made up crap as you went. And then you're either, <laughs> you're either finishing the workout in 30 minutes and you still have, you're trying to figure out, all right, what do I do for the next 30 minutes of this hour long class? Or it's you're finishing it at seven 58 and you got half the eight, eight o'clock class still waiting on you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just like, well, now we can't really do anything. Can't clean up. Yep. And and it's just, uh, it's one of those things. I just, Coaches need to be more responsible and almost respectful mm. to the members um, because they owe a responsibility and an obligation to not necessarily the cliche of make it the best hour of their day, but I mean, it should be a pretty damn good hour. It yeah. should be a pretty damn good workout. Yeah. And CrossFit, CrossFit isn't expensive or isn't cheap. It, right. It's, I mean, yeah. It's, Easily 200 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you should at least get what you're paying for out of it. Mm. Like, my goodness. Um, And that's a, that's a big thing that I'll see in a lot of gyms. Um, And again, anything that we talk about, I am 100% guilty of committing (laughs) um, before in my career. And so there's, there's no, there's no shade on any coaches if they still do this. Mm. I just say, just kind of reevaluate 
look at yourself, look at your method, your philosophy, and how you prepare for each day in each yeah. class. Be a professional. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, how? I mean, how many coaches come through as CrossFitters themselves, as athletes themselves? You know what I mean? And then they, you yeah. find yourself coaching, but you still like you're coaching, but you're like, I would rip that workout apart. You know, I want to get in there, mm-hmm. you know, like this in the back of your head. I mean, you got to manage that, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I think it helps that I don't do really CrossFit or I don't do CrossFit style workouts right. anymore. Right, right. And so it's like, oh, that just looks like a lot of heavy breathing and a lot of cardio. <laughs> right. And I am not yeah. looking forward to um so that that helps but yeah i mean it's a uh, it's one of those things like most coaches start out as members of the gym and so i mean yeah. then that goes back to the whole professionalism too i mean you don't go to a lawyer who just was like hey i, I was in court because i was a defendant and then i decided hey this law thing looks kind of yeah. fun i can go do out. that yeah well that's a fun job i like to argue but i mean that's how a lot of coaches tend Mm -hmm. to come up yep um you just described half the industry man oh yeah i mean really (laughs) um and so there's a and i'm not i i go back and forth on this of should there be like a little bit more like regulation um Mm -hmm. or like at least like i know there's a you get a certificate but it's not a it's not a certification. It's not a legally binding right. um, certification through the state or anything to where, okay, you are a qualified body has qualified you to yeah. coach um, or certified you to coach. And so it's, I mean, you get off of your nine to four job and then go coach the five o'clock class when you just worked out at the four o'clock class. Mm-hmm. And that's a real pet peeve of mine, by the way, oh. whenever you uh, like, I, I can't like when I was attending classes, mm-hmm. workout classes of, of any kind, like not just CrossFit, but anything where you, you come in and you're there and you notice the coaches like literally finishing up a workout and they come over and they're sweaty and they're breathing hard and they're like, all right, let's, let's go over the workout. <laughs> Like that's a pet peeve. And now as a gym owner, I'm like, we don't do that here. Like that bothers me. That is so good to hear. Um, Cause I mean, I'd see, I'd see coaches do it. I, yes, oh, I did. I'd be, and I say I'd that, be, yes, I've done it. Yeah. I'd be getting done with one of my workouts at, uh, what was it? So I think there was an eight thirty class at the CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be getting done with maybe like a little cardio session or something just on the bike or on the rower. And it's eight twenty-five, and I'm just like, "Whew, man!" Yeah, <laughs> sweaty, sweaty in my coach's shirt. Yeah, didn't even bother changing. Yeah, um, you're like, you want to like, use this right, box guys. I was just jumping on? You can yeah. use the box I was just jumping on. Go for it. Yep, you can. Like, you can have box? that. Have the barbell. <laughs> yeah, like, don't what the worry. Fuck? It's, it's already set up for you. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you're I welcome. Mean, I don't. That way, I don't have to put it away. Yeah. Um, That's cheesy. And it's not just a, it's not just a CrossFit thing too. I've seen it in uh, like Globo gyms as well. Trainers mm-hmm. get done with a workout and they're mm-hmm. meeting their client an hour, 
10 minutes later and yep. it's just like you just you're around this person for mm-hmm. an hour in the same clothes that you just worked out in like, no your hair's a mess like couldn't have even gone to the locker room yeah you're you're talking to them they're shaking up their uh you know their their drink they're about to have and you're like can you do that later like i i can't hear you over the shit yeah. clanging around in your bottle um, yeah it, it bothers oh people. man yeah so what mm-hmm. what um let me ask you this so uh how so you you know we're talking about being a professional so how do you help your clients how do you coach your clients to get the most out of their training with you like is that just part of your stewardship as a coach or, or what, what do you, what do you work with them specifically on? So a lot of it is, I mean, it starts with kind of like a screen up front and it starts with working with people and kind of filtering them out mm. as they come in. Be like, Hey, are we a good fit for my style? Because I don't want you coming in here doing this for a month and just be like, Hey, like, uh, we didn't, we didn't mesh. We didn't get along. And right. because I mean, you're, you're, or I guess we we're a reflection of the entire industry. And so if somebody's mm. coming in, putting their, their trust, their money into us and we don't leave a good taste in their mouth, mm. then, I mean, that, that ruins it for everybody else. Um, and so it's kind of, it's a filtering process at the beginning. It's hey, like, this is my style. This is how I coach. I am going to hold you responsible. I'm going to bug the crap out of you if you don't do workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask for some videos. I'm gonna, mm. That way I can assess you, um, assess how you're moving. I am going, and it, it's not going to be you dying. Like, if you want <laughs> right. to die every day, You're going to leave the gym feeling like you could have done more. Um, Hmm. And it's also just like I'm personality wise going to be a little bit more upfront. Uh, Doesn't mean I'm not going to be empathetic, but um, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to kind of beat around the bush with anything. Um, And if you do want that little bit more soft approach, um, then I can find somebody else mm. for you. Um, I know several clients, or not several clients, several other trainers, um, both whether it was in person or online, that I can refer you to. Um, and then it goes back to this is kind of my style of mm. coaching. Are you okay with that? And if they say yes, then okay, cool. We've cleared the hurdle number one and then it's asking them okay how how dedicated are you to this because if nothing nothing against planet fitness but if you're just looking for some planet fitness type um gym relationship Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not that person i'm not that trainer Right. right um and so just figure out what their goals are if you want to go be a bodybuilder, that's, that's not me. Sorry. Mm. I know, I know plenty of coaches that do work with bodybuilders. I can refer you, set you up with them. Um, but I just want to make sure that your goals match with my style and what I can give you the best results. I believe you. I believe you, man. 
A lot of people say that, but they don't actually still take whoever. But I believe you. You had another post that was like, do I do nutrition coaching? You're like, well, I can help you clean it up. But like when you want to get into it, nah, you got to go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't. I, and I mean, it's a, it's a great thing to be a a jack of all trades, but not, not in, not in business. Find your, Mm. find what you do better than anybody else and just freaking hammer that. Like, it's legit. I'm, I can't, can I help you with nutrition? Yes. Am I going to charge you for it because I want to make a bunch of money off of you? No. Mm. I, I mean, go, I can tell you to go eat an apple and, <laughs> yeah. and go, go eat some meat, like, mm-hmm. but I can't, I'm not going to give you macros. I'm not going right. to write you a meal plan. A, I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian. So right. that'd be drastically out of my scope of practice, but it's, it's just one of those things like know who you work with well, and then know who you don't work with well. That's awesome advice. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's about their results. Yeah. And so if they're not getting results, what are you, what are we doing? Well, let me, I want to get back to that CrossFit discussion. And again, we're not here to bash CrossFit, but I think, you know, to a carpenter, everything's a nail, right? So they bring a hammer. Um, I slaughtered that saying, I forget what the actual saying is, but it's similar. Um, but yeah, you mean just hammer, 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 everything, you know, we're going to fix it the same way. Everything's a nail. I, I found that that mindset, um, you know, when I was doing a lot of training before, you know, got into my own gym space, but, um, that's refreshing to hear. What are some of the, like, what advice would you, would you give someone who's coming to you who is like, maybe had an experience with a coach like that or a place like that? Um, maybe they're shopping around. I mean, what would you tell somebody who's, who's, you know, as a a coach or as a client? As a to a client as a coach. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's a that's a good one. I mean, just find somebody that you mesh with. Mesh mm-hmm. with, and I mean, if you, because I mean, you're going to be spending an hour a day with them for mm-hmm. two, three days a week, and so I mean, just think like, would you stealing this from? Uh, I think Ben Bergeron up in uh, across the New England. I think like if you can't see yourself spending a like going on a road trip with that person being stuck in a car for two three hours yeah like would you want to work with them and no like i want to i want to be around people that i go on a two three hour four hour road trip with and click have stuff to talk about be interested and be interesting and so i mean it's it's working with people that find a coach that a knows what they're talking about. Um, and that's, that's a whole another, probably a whole nother discussion of mm-hmm. how to, how to tell what, or how to know if a coach knows what they're talking about or if they're just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they use words bigger than three syllables, don't go to them. Okay. They're probably just bullshitting you. <laughs> um, unless, like unless you're a PhD master's level right like exercise physiology guy don't like you yeah. should be they should be talking at your level right we don't need the the We're not all Kelly Star Ed here yeah like let's yeah. let's keep it at the simplest level gotcha um, 
And so, I mean, just find somebody that you mesh with. That's the biggest thing. Cause I mean, you're, you're going to get results. Everything works, right? Everything works. Nothing works. Yep. And so if you find somebody that a, you enjoy, um, you've either been referred to or, um, know people that go to them, then yeah. Ask for referrals, ask for, ask for references. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at their work. I mean, you wouldn't going back yeah. to the, everything's a nail. You wouldn't go trust a carpenter. if They're like, or to remodel your house. If they're just like, nah, you don't need to see any of the other houses that I've worked yeah, on. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, definitely go ask for references, ask for talk to some mm. clients that they have, they're working with right now. Smart. They're going to give you the best, the best answer. And I mean, hopefully they all say they love it. Yeah, Otherwise it'd be, I'd be a little worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the worst experience ever. You should come. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how CrossFit was introduced to me, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's um, going to be, this is awful. Don't do yeah. this. Yeah. But, but let's tomorrow. go do this. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you get through to someone who, uh, when you just can't get through to them, coaching? Like, let's say they made it through all your, made it all over all your hurdles and you're working with them, but you yep. just can't get them to understand you had any experience with that i know you have yeah i mean (laughs) i hope everyone has um it's i mean go ask go ask other coaches network um i think i think a lot of that is just reflecting on how you i mean you've there's no point at which you've tried everything Right. And so you, everyone uses the same two, three uh, tricks in their bag. And then they just throw their hands up and, Oh, I've tried everything. Nothing works. There's no getting through to this client, but it's just <laughs> like, mm, like that's, that's probably a you problem. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not a client problem. Ooh, and, I like that, man. That's awesome. Accountability. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's like, if, like if somebody isn't understanding what you're trying to say, it's not their fault. You're just bad at communicating what you're trying to say. You have been listening to Stu. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, him and uh Dr. Sean Pastuch up at uh, Active Life. Oh, I've, I haven't they, followed, I haven't checked him out too much. I've heard the name a few times. Yeah, went through uh went through their Active Life course and it was wow. it was really good. Um, but yeah, just I mean. learn um ask what other people do um i mean you gotta you gotta if you don't have a network of coaches or other trainers that you can kind of rely Mm. on then you're on an island and nobody Mm. wants to be kind of siloed on an island you can't do it by yourself so find coaches reach out to them ask what works i actually i mean i just had a um just started with a girl and I reached out to my coach and I was like, Hey, like I got, she has X, Y, and Z. Um, what do you like? I'm doing, I'm doing a, B and C for these things. Like, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you recommend or would do differently? And I mean, yeah, she gave me some like, Oh, and it's like, Oh, never, never would have thought of that in this context. And mm-hmm. so just, you got a network. And then, yeah, I mean, if you've really kind of, tried everything or if you've done everything that you're willing to do 
with that client, maybe it's time to move on. Yeah. Or send them to that other person. You know, yeah. this this is you just said something that's interesting that um sometimes sometimes we get questions into the show here. We get emails or I get emails. Um and one of the things that surprises people who write in or ask questions when I say, Well, when I was talking with my coach, and they're like, You have a coach? Like, yes, I have like five of them. Yeah, everyone should have a coach. Um, yeah, I mean, right? For a thousand different things, too. I mean, ev- there's there's somebody, and whether it's coach, mentor, or just a whatever, yeah. a relationship, yeah, whatever you want to title it, yeah. like there should be people that are there to that know a lot better than you. It's one mm-hmm. of the. I mean, it's the it's the cliche of if you're the smartest person in the room, you're you're in the wrong room. Yeah, but that so, I like that saying because it it demonstrates that point, but it's also like it's a little too simplified, I think, you know, because yeah. we're talking about mentorship and stuff. I mean, it's, it's invaluable. Um, oh, it is. And I mean, they can, the whole point of them or a mentor or a coach is so you don't have to trip over the same rock. Right. They did. And it's like, Hey, cause I mean, imagine you're walking, I mean, just walking down a sidewalk and somebody trips over a crack and, they don't look back and say, Hey, be careful. There's a crack there. And you trip over it. Like, well, what was the point of you being in front of me? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. You're not going to warn me about anything. Like, thanks right. a lot. Right. Um, but if, Hey, you don't, if you don't have to stub your toe mm-hmm. and go through that painful lesson, then you're so much further ahead. And so, I mean, it just, it pushes everything forward. And so, you gotta, yep. You gotta find them. Well, well, my friend, what are you um, what are you into? What are you what are you into right now, online or in your coaching career? What are some of the things you're following, digging into? Oh, um, I just shouts out the the prescript team. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that um, in your profile, uh, prescript coaching. Yeah. Yep. What is that? It's, What's going on there? Uh, it's just a. It's just a great coaching course, uh, continuing ed, um, just looking at anatomy and physiology in a systemic or systemic model of mm. shoulder, hips, spine. This is how they work. So you can do a bicep curl, but I mean, that's muscle action, but I mean, muscle function is so much different Mm. i mean your bicep yes it's a flexor of the elbow but it's also a stabilizer of the shoulder so Mm. just looking at how our body interacts functionally versus how we kind of think of more of a bodybuilding aspect of muscle goes from point a to point b it's like Mm -hmm. it does it does a lot more than that so uh let's kind of pay it the respect it deserves but then just uh i mean that's my that's my coaching but then just getting back into olympic weightlifting Uh, love competing in that haven't competed in that in i guess in 2020 uh or 2021 at all not many people have yeah (laughs) yeah so just, just getting back in there and i mean that's uh that's a journey in itself. Uh, hmm. I'd had a, I had the unfortunate 
maybe not unfortunate, but I had the revelation that I can't get back to my um, 2020 competing body weight at, oh, uh, no. which is a uh, 73 kilos or 160. Um, so, which I mean, it's a good thing. I put on a little bit of muscle. So lean body mass was at like 166. So I was just like, okay. mm, don't want to, don't want to lose some muscle, <laughs> yeah. which is always nice, but it's right. uh, just, I mean, just trying to learn, just trying to refine master the process. It's awesome. And yeah. And Walking so in the path. Oh yeah. And I mean, just reading, trying to do as much learning as I can. Um, Dig it. Read a, read a great book the other day. Um, Chop wood, carry water. I never heard of it. Josh Medcalf. Okay. Fantastic book. It's, uh, I mean, probably quick hundred pages, but it's all about, um, just falling in love with, I think the tagline is like the process, fall in love with the process of being great. Um, and it, I think you'd love it. It's just follows. I think the main character's name is, uh, Jonathan and he has aspirations of being, um, a samurai archer. Mm. And so he goes to Japan and trains under, um, I think Akira sensei is the, Okay. Other main character, and just hit just little small short chapter stories about how to just the process of becoming a great samurai archer rather than okay, this is the end. This is the goal. I don't. I need to stop focusing on the goal. I need to worry about the process. I love and it. Just all the all the little details and thing like the first. The first day they get there, it's all right. You don't get a, you don't even get a bow and arrow. You get, go chop wood and carry these buckets of water, and you do that for the first three years, mm. and it's fantastic book. Yeah, I just put it in my Amazon cart, man. I'm getting it. Oh yeah, definitely That's awesome. It. Okay, chop wood, carry water. That's great, yeah. man. It is all about the process, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we. Unfortunately, we usually learn that as we get older. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's pushing 48. Of, so, yeah. <laughs> like, I've learned those lessons the hard way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things that you kind of you kind of have to yeah. learn it the hard way. No one no one can really tell you, hey, mm-hmm. it's – because, I mean, when you're, when you're young and dumb, you don't want to listen at all anyways. Mm-hmm. So – You already know it all. Oh, yeah. And that's – I mean, yeah. That's going back to coaching. You think you know it all, and you just – you keep realizing how much you don't know. Yeah. That's the beauty of life though, man. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it. Oh yeah. That's great. Well, um, where can people find you, man? We've got, uh, Instagram, Matt dot W A L M S. Yep. That's pretty much, uh, pretty much where I'm most active or most seen. Good. Um, or just email me, um, info at persist P E R S X st.com I'll put those links in there you've got yeah. a great instagram feed man Appreciate like it. like i've enjoyed like just about all of your posts um it's good shit uh very insightful things you think a lot before you post i can tell you you put time and effort into it it's a good feed i think everyone should follow you um there's a lot to learn here appreciate it most of the time most of the time they're just little rants that i hey man something triggers me and i'm just like all right let's go yeah, but you know, a rant backed by experience is uh it's yeah, helpful. You it know? is. 
that's, and that's what I'm a, hoping. I'm hoping just to kind of, again, just help people prevent mistakes that I made. I love it. Well, thanks. And uh, everybody, I'll put the links in the uh, post. You can go there and follow Matt. Uh, I highly recommend it. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Have a good one.